Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to another epic edition of the Jerry Jones Show. Hosted by Jerry Jones, along with his sidekick, Kevin Anderson. Each and every episode is guaranteed to increase your profits and decrease your stress in dentistry. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Jerry Jones here. And I know I'm excited, and you better be too, for this next interview. I have with me a gentleman by the name of Bruce Feller. And Bruce is with a company um, who, uh, Bruce is based in the Portland, Oregon area. And this company is a nationwide uh, company. And um, we're going to talk about something today that I think, frankly, um, you may find, um, if you didn't understand the mechanics behind it and how important it is, you might think it's rather dry. But I'm here to tell you, um, Bruce is going to start off with a story uh, after he introduces himself that is going to get your attention very quickly uh, and perhaps uh, alert you to a potential issue you may have right now in your own practice. So, uh, again, Jerry Jones with Dentistry Confidential. I'm glad you're with me. And Bruce Feller. Bruce, can you hear me okay? I can, Jerry. Good. Fantastic. Uh, now, Bruce, you're up in the Portland area, correct? That is right. Yeah, so we're not that far apart, 50 miles. We probably could have sat down and done this at a coffee shop. But, you know, doing it on a, on a telephone wire like this is just, you know, so much more official sounding, right? <laughs> um, so, Bruce, uh, you're with a company called Heartland Payment Solutions. Um, you're based in the Portland, Oregon area. You guys have offices and, and folks all over the United States. Um, and uh, you were referred to me by someone who knew the value of making sure you're using the right people to process payments in your dental office. Um, and it's been a great story. I mean, we, we're doing business together. I'm very happy with um, with the changes we've made, Bruce, with your company, Heartland Payment Solutions. And um, I'm even more excited about some of the protection I have now that I didn't have before. So we're going to get into a bunch of different topics today, but it's all going to center around processing payments from your patients and your practice and some things you really need to be aware of and watch out for uh, and guard yourself against. So, um, Bruce, um, if you would fill in any holes I left in the introduction of who you are, what you do, how long you've been with Heartland, um, any other information you'd like to offer our listeners, and um, and then I'd love for you to tell the story that frankly scared the crap out of me um, about that <laughs> poor doctor. Um, sure. Thank goodness it wasn't me. So, Bruce, go ahead. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself, and, and we'll go from there. Great. Jerry, thank you for having me on on this uh, talk show. Um, I'll call it a show. Yeah, show. it is. It's, it is a show. Talk Absolutely. Show. Great. Um, Heartland Payment Systems um, is one of seven companies in the country that are a payment processing company. Um, so essentially, we process credit cards. Um, before I get too deep into it, there's a few other things that we do you might be interested in. Is We also do payroll. We have HR and 401k, and uh, we'd be more than happy to talk with you about that as well. But for today, the main conversation is credit card processing. And I know that 
almost everybody who takes credit cards in their business has said to me, oh, God, I'm, uh, you know, I, I've spoken to a hundred of you people, if not a thousand. And, um, and that's not really true. You, you probably did speak to that many people that uh, was trying to offer you processing, but they're not a processor. There's only seven processors in the United States. Um, just to get you familiar with them, uh, the other six processors are First Data, which is the largest, Evalon, Vantif, WorldPay, World Global Payments, Chase Payment Tech, and Heartland. Now, one of the big differences between those six and Heartland is the fact that those other six companies are the ones that are responsible for all those phone calls that you're getting because they're selling to any independent sales organization, also known as ISOs, that will take their company and solicit people. So all of those other six companies are the ones that are soliciting you. Heartland never does that. Heartland only works directly with the merchant. In this case, we would work directly with the doctors. By doing so, you have the advantage of increasing your security by a long shot. You also have the advantage of working direct and eliminating the middleman. There are no layers between Heartland and your doctor's office. So that brings us to the whole subject of security. And I had told Jerry about this situation uh, that I ran into, and I myself was amazed because I, I had another situation similar to this that wasn't as large of a, of a deal. Um, but I was talking, I was in a dentist's office, and I was talking with the, the dentist, the owner of the practice, and I started to tell him, just as I did you, that we are really on the top of security for credit card processing. And by doing so, we back you up with our breach warranty. And the dentist is shaking his head, and he says, I know all about that. And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I bought this practice four years ago. And two years ago, we suddenly found that we had a breach. And I called the appropriate agencies right away, explained to them what happened, um, and they proceeded with a forensic audit. And... Before I knew it, all of the fees and the fines and the forensic audit for being exposed to a hacker for two years came to $4.1 million. <laughs> and I, I almost fell off my chair. I couldn't believe that I was hearing this story. And, and this is recent. This is this year in 2017 that I had this experience. So this isn't like, you know, five or six years ago when it's a heck of a lot easier to hack stuff. This is this is in the modern a uh, modern security age that we live in. <laughs> That's right. I, it was fresh off the press, and oh. um, he he worked very closely with the authorities, and it all worked out for him. Um, but that is the situation that I work to protect you from, and he was so glad to hear that there was a processor that. When we say we have a breach warranty, what that means is that all the fees and the fines and the forensic audits, which can literally cost you five to $10,000 a month easily, will be covered. Heartland covers you financially for all of those fees because of the way we protect you. 
And how we do that is with our equipment, our direct connection to you, not using third-party situations. So it's kind of like um, like most dental offices are probably using a, a third party. Uh, they're they're using a reseller of some kind. So it's unlikely they're dealing directly with First Data or they're dealing directly with one of those other companies. Um, they're used, they've been sold by a reseller, so it means they're paying a, a markup, obviously, because when somebody resells something, there's a markup. So they're sure. probably paying more than they should, but they're also perhaps compromising some of the security and exposing themselves to a potential issue like this, like this gentleman. Um, Absolutely. What I mean, what, what? How does a doctor know? I mean, how do you know you're protected? How How does you know if I, if I'm listening to this recording, I'm and I'm thinking, okay, I don't want to be part of that four four point one million dollar fine. I don't want the hassle or headache. Whether I'm whether I got to pay the money or not, it's going to take time to unravel all of it. Like you said, they had to bring in a forensic accountant. Um, right. How do, How does a doctor know if if they're even susceptible? Well. They, they probably don't, um, and, and that's the scariest part. Um, you know, I, I recently read an article um, that came out by a, a cybersecurity company called Kroll, and um, they said that they were talking with a business owner um, who was sure they were protected because they had a firewall, and um, they were sure that they were compliant, and now they were well protected. Um, as it turns out that they weren't, um, and they were, they were hacked, and that's how they found out they, that they weren't protected. So what Heartland does, it, we work with you to be PCI compliant. I'm sure many of you have heard of PCI compliance and perhaps received the questionnaire that has an adorable assortment of 350 questions that you're supposed <laughs> to answer. <laughs> well, before we go too far, Bruce, what does PCI mean, and what is, or what does PCI compliance mean? Because that mm-hmm. is something that everyone listening to this call that is that accepts credit cards, they should be, or they're paying a hefty, they're paying a hefty uh, penalty for not being PCI compliant. Um, I know because I'm one of those people that have, in the past, not any, not in the recent past, but uh, previously have paid that hefty fee. Um, what does it mean exactly? Well, PCI stands for Payment Card Industry, and then it's um, DSS or DDS, excuse me if I get that wrong, uh, which is Data Security. And so it's the Data Security Standard. That's what it is, DSS, Data Security Standard. It is what the credit card companies have established to be the, the expected level of security that you, the merchant, or the business needs to uh, use needs to have to protect themselves. So it's a it's a standard then that we all should be adhering to. So whether that's um, destroying credit card information that we've obtained from a from a patient, or um, we're storing credit card information in an Excel spreadsheet or something stupid like that. Right. Yeah. It includes that. It includes um, having a secure uh, network that you run credit cards on, and it it wouldn't be your public access network so they could uh, be on their telephone or their iPads or their computers while they're in your office. And um, there, There's many different lev- things that you need to do to be secure, and that's why there's 350 questions on the questionnaire, um, which are almost impossible to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Even for me, that it's impossible. But 
let me tell you what we do to help you in that area. Heartland works with you to find out what questions you should answer and, and what the answers are. And the reason for that is when you're processing with Heartland and our equipment and our direct connection, because of the way you're protected from us, the questions that you will have to answer go from 350 to only 50. And we will tell you which of those questions you need to answer. And the reason for that is, is that you're not exposed <laughs> like you may have been from other systems. And that's how we help you get through PCI security. Got it. So, um, it, so this, this, this is sort of the beginning of um, understanding if you may, be ex may have some exposure on your part is, um, are you PCI compliant? Which most dentists uh, looking at a 310 or three, even if it was 110 questions, their eyes are going to roll back in their head. It's probably going to get pushed to the side and they're going to move on to something different. Um, right. So, so for clients who uh, who come to you and say, "Hey, um, uh, you know, where where would you recommend they go to learn if they're PCI compliant? I mean, is there like a is there a website they can go to to download this information? Can they come to you? I mean, how would they find out? Um, you know, if they could just start down this process to see if they're compliant? Because obviously, there's a huge there's a huge uh, liability if you're not. I mean, this is akin to um, a HIPAA violation, which can sink a practice. Um, I mean, a $4.1 million lawsuit is nothing, or, you know, fine is nothing to, you know, to scoff at. So right. do you advise folks to, you know, here, go check this, or what do you tell them? You know, honestly, I, I could send you to the uh, PCI DSS website, um, and you can fish through that and look at it. But I, I think it would be uh, too overwhelming. Um, and so, therefore, I, I really think that you should call me. Um, let me, you know, talk to you a little bit about your business. Let me um, do an analysis of your current processing um, and be able to then tell you in detail how we're going to be able to protect you. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't think that uh, anybody can get onto that PCI compliance website and know for themselves. You really need to talk to the people like Bartland who know the answers to the questions and, and can walk you through it. Well, I, I went to I was just curious and I went to the to their website as mm -hmm. we're talking here and what I noticed is that um, they have a glossary. <laughs> Anytime <laughs> a website has a glossary to help you decrypt yeah. what it is they're saying, um, warning. <laughs> uh yeah. that knows what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I mean, this yeah. is ridiculous. This thing's <laughs> got to be, I'll, I'll bet you this glossary is 30, 40 pages. Yes. It, I mean, things uh, like, doesn't surprise me. oh, this yeah. is ridiculous. SSH, SQL injection, SNMP, SHA-1, I mean, session token, service code. It, it, would be, wow. it would be like me trying to learn how to be a dentist in one hour. Oh my gosh, this is nuts! And you got to know all this yeah. stuff to be able to read read their documents. So okay, all right. So you got me, just just from my perspective, Bruce. You got me convinced on that. <laughs> um, find somebody that knows what the hell they're talking about, um, and, and we'll give out your contact information at the end, of course. Um, Thanks. Um, so let, let's say we get through the PCI compliance part. 
what are some other hang-ups that folks have with um, with their with a typical credit card processor? Um, sure. And maybe I'll I'll sort of lead you down where I'm where I'd love to go because I'm again I'm looking at your guys' website. Um, mm-hmm. I see this thing that you that was mentioned to me initially by the person that referred me to you. Um, this uh, this claim that you guys are the founder of the Merchant Bill of Rights. Um, Correct. What is that all about? Because uh, interestingly enough, here at Jerry Jones Direct, we have a member Bill of Rights. Uh, no joke, we really do. Um, I don't remember who we adopted it from, but some company had, some business had a, a Bill of Rights for their customers, and I thought that's really cool because it really sets out who we are and what and, and what we stand for. So, what is your Merchant Bill of Rights? The Merchant Bill of Rights is uh, designed for the business person, for for somebody to think like you think and to be able to ask the questions and get what they expect. So, for instance, you, the merchant, um, you have the right to know what every card trans, uh, transaction is and who's charging it. Um, you have the right to know if the prices are going to increase for your payment processing. I think that if I if I talk to ten people who had have merchant services, I will guarantee you five of them said, Yeah, you know, I started with them, they came to me, they gave me this great price and then six months, twelve months later, I'm paying a lot more money than I did even originally before I switched. So you have the right to know when there's going to be price increases. Gosh, that, um, yeah. that sounds like a familiar story. Um, <laughs> I, I, got a, I got a quick one, if you don't mind me interjecting. One of the reasons I got fed up with the company I was with, which was one of the big seven that you named, by the way, um, right. was exactly that. They, they do this every year, by the way. I've noticed a pattern after 20 years. I finally got smart, and I started reading the stuff that they were sending me. Um, because I'm, I spend a significant amount of money each month with merchant, on merchant fees, and it, that comes right off the bottom line. That's not like it adds value to my business. It just helps me get, you know, it helps us um, increase our cash flow. That's that's all right. it does. And we're paying, you know, I mean, sometimes uh, some some companies are probably paying upwards of five percent on average um, of merchant on the on their uh, merchant fees. Um, and I was noticing that every year I would get a statement or a, a letter from them sometime around. March or April, and that statement would say, um, we're going to be sending you a notice about a change in uh, rates, uh, except they really disguised the wording and made it difficult mm-hmm. to understand, but that's basically what they're saying is, we're going to be sending you a letter that says, hey, we're raising your fees, and then shortly thereafter, I get this really complex letter that I had a very difficult time understanding, and it usually was accompanied by um, about a almost a half-inch thick little document that was written in small type on newsprint, stapled together, and uh, just a lot of gibberish. I mean, stuff about interchange rates and Visa and MasterCard doing this or that. And um, basically what it was, it was just, hey, we're raising your rates and, you know, uh, gird your loins. And sure enough, right. that next month, uh, looking comparatively, I mean, I would see a bump. Um, I, for a while, I, I learned how to combat that. And um, that's not the subject of this call, but I did learn how to preempt that that issue, but nonetheless, um, every year, you know, we would see our rates go up, and and we were processing more, and so the rates were not going up. The rates were going up more than than they should have if we were just doing the same volume, and you know, um, if we did 
$100,000 in volume, you know, we would be paying uh, proportionally the same percentage rate at $150,000. And so I was like, we should be getting rewarded for growing, not punished. And so, um, it, you know, frustrating. You know, you think every year you can't control this ever, this never-ending overhead creep. Um, and so that was one of the reasons why I looked, looked to you guys. I was referred to you. I was complaining to somebody. They referred me to you, and I'm very happy. Um about uh, the fact that you guys are transparent with your pricing, which right. um, if anybody's ever read a merchant statement, they will understand what I mean by confusing because they're right. really confusing. It takes a trained eye to figure out what's going on in those things. So um, I, I didn't want to uh, steal your thunder, but instead inject a personal story about this never-ending rate increase and, and the confusion that goes with merchant accounts. Most dentists, I would imagine, have never studied their merchant accounts. Right. Yeah, it's very interesting, and and that's you know uh, Bob Carr was was the founder of that company, and and he's the one that developed the Merchant um, Bill of Rights, and basically it's it's what you're saying. It's you know please don't give me any surprises. Give me the right to know what merchant services are about and what I'm paying. What could I expect to pay? How do I understand what I'm paying? How do I know that what I'm paying is truly what you told me I would be paying. Right. Um, <laughs> so it's, you know, when you look at a Heartland statement, right away on the front page, you're going to say, okay, I understand this. Because it, it tells you the dollars you're spending for each uh, card brand, breaks it down by Visa, MasterCard, Discover, American Express, tells you the volume that you've had for those cards. And then it tells you what the interchange is. Now I'll, I'll, I'll explain that a little bit to you in a moment. And then at the bottom of those, after those four card companies, it says, um, less Heartland payment systems processing fees. I'm just reading that. I just happened to have somebody's statement in front of me. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it tells you exactly the dollar amount right there on the front page that heart that you are paying for Heartland services. That is our profit. On the front page, we share with you what our profit is. This, the big difference between us and all the others is that that is our profit. We're, we're not hiding profit by padding the interchange or padding the... Um, uh, authorization fees or any other fees that are listed there. We charge you the real interchange and then we add our profit and that profit is a percentage. So for every $100,000 that you do, you say, oh, Heartland's taking this percentage. That's what you're paying us. We're very transparent. We don't hide profit. We show you that you are being charged wholesale interchange. And mm -hmm. interchange, that's the fee that the credit card companies require you to pay for accepting their cards. So that's so, so if so if you take American Express and they charge, let's say two percent, um, that's what American Express then collects from uh, from Heartland. I mean, essentially, Heartland collects it from from us. Uh, and then right. Heartland passes that, that interchange rate on to American Express, correct? 
That's exactly correct. Um, I'd much rather use that 2% when associating it to Visa, MasterCard, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be MX paying more for low. American Express. Yeah. <laughs> um, we, we actually, I'm glad you, that we kind of came to that crossroads here because we have a special deal with American Express. So typically, American Express charges 3.5% for accepting their card into your practice. So you're going to lose $3.50 for every $100 that you take in. Right. It gets very spendy. When you process with us, they allow us to use the program called OptBlue. Okay. And that, bring, that brings your interchange rates down to be very close to Visa and MasterCard. So um, then it will be about 2% instead of the 3.5%. Wow. Um, yeah, that's that's significant. Uh, and keep in mind, most of the docs listening to this, um, I mean, when we're talking discount rates, uh, a lot of the doctors listening to this are uh, familiar with a company called Care Credit. Um, Care Credit can charge anywhere from eight to fifteen percent in a discount rate. So talk about taking a hit. Um, so two and three percent sounds really nice uh, when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, that's all part of um, being transparent and saying, you know, we give you wholesale pricing on the cost of what the credit card companies bill you or take from you. And then we give you that percentage that you're paying to Heartland for working direct without paying a middleman, and we list that, and we itemize that on the inside pages so that's right. easy to see. Right. Um now, I have no, I mean, I've received a couple of your statements here, you know, right. one for my dental office, one from, um, one for Jerry Jones Direct here. And um, I've, I have noticed the, the um, simplicity of the statements versus the company I was using before. Um, I'm looking at one here, as a matter of fact, and um, the front page I like because right on the front page it shows you total deposits and total credit card fees. Um, then the next several pages, you know, have an in-depth analysis of, of where those fees come from. In other words, they're broken down. Um, very, very easy to read versus the ones I was uh, getting previously, which were confusing, um, not really clear, um, and, you know, like I said, a lot of gobbledygook, stuff that I don't understand that required a glossary to sort of dive into. Um, mm-hmm. um, aside from... You know, one of your one of the tenants in this Merchant Bill of Rights um, uh, being this transparency. Um, how has Heartland responded to? I remember, I, I know in 2011 there was um, I don't remember the name of the act, but there was some act that was passed by Congress um, mm-hmm. that was I think it was part of a wider banking legislation, but it had to do with making sure that um, credit card processing companies basically couldn't screw the little guy. They had to stop screwing the little guy, and they had to do certain things. Um, What were some of the things that were a result of that legislation, and and how has Heartland interpreted that, and how are they applying it to folks like me and and, and our Dentistry Confidential subscribers here? Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up, Jerry. Um, It's it's a funny industry. There's there's very little um, regulation in in the uh, credit card business. And in 2011, um, uh, Dick Durbin, who was a senator in Illinois, uh, along with Bob Carr, the founder of Heartland, went to Congress and said to Congress, 
you guys need to do something about this. The credit card companies do publish the wholesale rate of accepting credit cards for Visa, MasterCard, Debit, uh, Discover, and American Express. But nobody is exposing what it costs to process a debit card. And we all know that debit cards are just a transfer of funds from, one, from your checking account to my checking account. There's no borrowing, and there's no credit involved. Very so, low risk, right? Very, very low risk. <laughs> so why is it that merchants are paying over 2% for accepting a debit card? We need to know what the real cost is for that. And so Dick Durbin put this amendment together that was accepted by Congress, and it says you can now find out what the rate is for accepting debit cards. Now let me tell you what that is. If it is a large bank like U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo, any major bank, they are regulated to, to, to publish the rate, which is 0.05% and 22 cents a swipe. 0 .05, wow. 0 0.05, instead of 1.95 or 2.30. So it's, it's, a, it's a five one-hundredths of a percent? Yes. <laughs> plus 22 cents. That's right. And for years they were charging up to 2% or more. 2% or more. That's right. Oh, my God. And just just totally ripping you off. And <laughs> hey, Visa and MasterCard's got our backs, don't they? Yeah, right? Just like the rest of the banks. But, right. you know, there's, there's a flaw to that um, to amendment, to that regulation. The flaw is that the processor does not have to charge you 0.05. They could still charge you 2% if they wanted to. The law only, the regulation shows that you can now find out what the real cost is. It doesn't mean that you have to be receiving that cost. Okay. Well, there's a big difference Hart there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hartman will always pass on the Durban debit cost of 0.05 debit cards to you. So let me get this straight. If I'm using one of the, uh, and this isn't something I knew prior to this call. Um, mm -hmm. This is really interesting. So. Um, I've got a patient in front of me who's just finished up a cleaning. Uh, I'm going to whack the card 100 bucks. Well, let's just say the average visit for a profi or a cleaning is 100 bucks. So mm -hmm. Mary's in front of me. I take her card. She goes, oh, this is a debit card. I say, okay, great. I'll just swipe it, and I give it back to her. I could be paying $2 as opposed to less than a penny, a half a penny basically, right. and plus 22, 22 and a half cents. Correct. Is that, is that right? Penny. You two bucks versus half two. a penny plus 22 cents as opposed to $2 and 10 cents for, for the swipe. Okay, so let's see. So that is a 1,000, is that a 1,000% increase? <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I'm not, I don't know if I'm doing the math fast enough, but that <laughs> I think that's a 1,000% increase, maybe bigger. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah. Holy crap. So in a dental office, a lot of folks use their debit cards because I watch in my office, they'll come up, hand us the debit card, and now because of you, we've got this little pin pad, and they enter in their little pin, their PIN number. And 
so I'm so my profit margin increased over two percent probably on that transaction by by using by by using a company that passes along the Durban debit numbers. Yeah, I mean just think of it as this way: for every hundred dollars, you're going to lose two oh, to shit. three two dollars. Let's say two dollars for every hundred for a two percent fee, but for a debit fee, you'll lose. Um, twenty-two and a half cents. I mean, a half, a half a cent, right? Twenty-two and a half cents, because it's so every thousand dollars is twenty-two dollars, or is twenty dollars lost. Every mm-hmm. ten thousand is two hundred. Every hundred thousand is two thousand. Right. Every million is twenty thousand dollars. Is that right? Am I? Did I follow the math right? I think so. So just on debit cards. By screwing up and not not going with a company or understanding that the difference between two percent and less than two percent, a tiny fraction, uh, twenty two and a half cents versus two dollars. Right. Good God! Okay, that that really hadn't hit me until now. That's a significant yeah. amount of money. And if you amortize that out over the lifetime of a dental practice, I mean, let's right. say a dentist does, you know, um, I don't know, let's say. Fifty million dollars. Well, let's just say twenty million. I don't know, thirty million, in, in twenty life, thirty million in, over the yeah. lifetime of their business. That right, is right. a ton of dough that they've just like written a check to the banks and said, "Here, you guys enjoy my money because I apparently don't want it badly enough." Can, oh, can you God. imagine putting the, the money that you would lose in one year if you kept putting that into your retirement fund? By the time you actually did retire, just saving that amount of money from debit card fees. It could probably give you several hundred thousand dollars more. Oh my for God! Retirement. Oh, easy. I mean, compound yeah. interest even at two or three percent. Oh right. man, um, that's that that gives a guy a headache. Um, yeah. Okay, well that's a <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting to learn about. Um, yep. What other cool stuff do you have up your sleeve, Bruce, that <laughs> can help our members protect themselves, not only protect and, and potentially avoid a four million dollar. Um, set of fines for not having the right mm-hmm. security and you know now we're talking about saving money um I, I i would like to talk about something i've been very impressed with or have you talk about it and explain why you're different in this category so it comes down to customer service and i'll tell you right. my beef with this um it's happened to me a couple of times where we've experienced a surge in credit card volume after it happened the first time i learned to make a phone call to our processor and let them know hey we're going to be experiencing a surge in credit card processing. We're just giving you a heads up. Please don't hold our funds. So what, is ha- what had happened is the first time I'd done that, we had ran through like $30,000 in credit card charges. The credit card company freaked out, thought we'd been hacked, and literally turned off the money spigot. So right. of that 30000 that we processed, I think we ended up with $1,000, $29,000 they withheld for about 60 days. They were concerned that, you know, and I understand their concern, um, but my biggest challenge was finding someone that I could communicate with, A, that spoke English, and B, that really understood and cared about what I was calling about. It wasn't, you know, they they, they forgot I was the customer and thought I was their enemy. Um, And so um, I I haven't had to utilize that high level of, of customer service engagement with your company but I have, you know, in the throughout the setup process and dealing with you um, and getting my team at my dental office up to speed on, on the new company, I've been thoroughly impressed with how quickly things get done with Heartland. 
how is it right. you guys can perform at such a high level with customer service and some of these other companies are struggling and if you are talking to somebody it's they're probably not in the United States they've outsourced yeah. to a foreign country where um, God bless them but they speak horrible English I mean it's like yeah. you know trying to understand somebody that's speaking pigeon pigeon English or pigeon French or whatever that's called um, and you can't understand what they're saying how are you guys doing that yeah you, you know um, I'm glad you, you brought up uh, the example that you that you just gave about uh, holding the funds for 60 days because I have an incredible story that just happened this morning that I'll relate to you. But first I want to tell you that our customer service is in Jeffersonville, Indiana. I have been to our service center several times. It is 250,000 square feet. Ooh. When you call up our service center, it could be 3 in the afternoon or 3 in the morning, 24-7, 365. Somebody is going to answer the phone in less than six seconds. Did you say six? Yeah, six, S-I-X, six seconds. And the person that answers the phone is the one that fixes your problem. Well, so, that's a new one. <laughs> a I don't get transferred six times. No, exactly. So not only do you not have a phone tree where you have to hit 100 buttons before you get to where you want to go, but you also don't have a receptionist to answer the phone. You have a customer service technician that answers the phone. I want to know the person. That. Yeah. It, it, this is old-fashioned customer service that we used to have when I was a kid. Right. Uh, or, or maybe 20 years ago, even. <laughs> I wasn't a kid then. I wasn't a kid 20 years ago either. So, uh, so that's that's how good our customer service is um, to be able to reach them. To reach me is almost as easy. Uh, I'm not going to answer the phone 24/7, but I will answer the phone when I'm not sleeping. So. When you have a problem, I mean, I have customers that will call me in the evening, my, my credit card machine went down, or, oh gosh, we put in the wrong amount into the credit card machine and we already settled, what do we do? I answer the phone and I help you with it. And if I can't help you, what I do is I conference in my, my customer service people and they tell you how to fix the problem. But we are always there for you. It's incredible customer service compared to any industry. So how does that sound? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, um, uh, yeah, that's not normal. And I think most <laughs> of the folks listening to this will understand that's rather exceptional. Number one, that yeah. somebody answers 24-7. Number two, that the person that answers is going to be able to fix the problem. Um, right. That's not normal. Um, let's talk a little bit about the equipment that you use. Um, sure. I don't care about makes and models and all that stuff, but um, how does that work? Because I know um, there was some recent changes in the way credit cards um, share information with the machine that they're swiped or stuck into. Um, right. So, like, we upgraded. We hadn't yet upgraded, but when we switched over to Heartland, um, you upgraded us. Uh, or, right. or we got a, a new machine. Um, it's got the uh, ability to read the chip. Um, yep. Do does Heartland work with most equipment, or do you have a, a unique um, uh, type of equipment that you utilize to ensure this 
this PCI compliance and to make sure right. that this breach, these breaches uh, don't happen. You know, too many straws in the same in the same uh, you know cup of water uh, kind of a yeah. situation. So this whole chip thing um, is is very interesting. First of all, it is referred to as EMV, E like Euro, M like MasterCard, V like Visa, and that that's essentially what EMV stands for. Stands for Euro MasterCard Visa card, and that's because Europe established this long before we adopted to adapted to it. So okay. they decided that. Um, they needed to put a halt to counterfeit cards. And by inserting a chip, as of today, and I hope for many days to come, hackers or um, counterfeit card makers are not able to duplicate the chip that's in the card. Gotcha. They will, they will still make a counterfeit card that shows a chip, but it would have to be swiped instead of put in by chip okay. for it to be accepted. And the only ones that will be able to be fooled by this counterfeit card that has a chip and the chip doesn't work is by the people who have equipment that they're using that does not have a chip reader. So as an example, it's a phony chip in a counterfeit card and it looks real and they go to your swiper and they swipe the card if it's a chip if it is a chip reading machine the machine will say put the card into the chip reader you cannot swipe it like you normally do and at that point when you put that counterfeit card into the chip reader it's going to come up as counterfeit oh okay but if you did not have a machine that recognize chips, then that counterfeit card with a counterfeit chip will be swiped normally and you will not know that it is a counterfeit card and you will get a charge back for that amount of money. And when you call up your bank and you say, hey, you guys have always covered me on these counterfeit cards, I just had one and they're going to say, sorry, you don't have a chip reader. We are not backing you up. You just lost oh. that money. So I mean, that's that's a pretty serious deal. So if you have somebody come in, <clears throat> um, and I don't know, I, you know, I'll be I'll play devil devil's advocate. I don't know how likely that might be in a dental office. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. But criminals right. are criminals, and they're you know they yeah. exist in all all walks of life. So um, I mean, we've you know, dentistry for example is one of the highest rates of embezzlement now so if a doctor wants to use that logic of well patients would never do that well neither would an office manager ever embezzle a million dollars over you know a yeah. career i mean who would ever imagine right i'm a victim yeah. of embezzlement and probably more than once probably multiple times um i know for sure twice um right. but i mean if you got a patient that comes in and swipes even if it's 500 bucks and they use a counterfeit card so the right. chip reader doesn't work, so you have them swipe it. You don't have the upgraded equipment. The equipment that detects this issue, that protects you, um, goes through. it goes through, 
and you end up getting a chargeback because Visa, Mastercard, American Express says, "Sorry, sucker, it's on you. You didn't upgrade." Right. Is that yeah. so? That's what happens. That is what happens. Now, let, let's let's take it to another example because I understand that some doctors are going to feel that nobody's going to come in here with a stolen card. I know all my clients. Okay. Well, sometimes you might have a client that you know but they're not exactly a really nice person. And they just spend $500 getting their teeth fixed, and then they go back home, and they realize they don't want to pay for it. And so they realize that you don't have a chip reader in your machine. So they call up their card company, and for whatever reason they tell their card company, whatever excuse they use, the card company will charge you back because the, the, the customer claimed that the charge was not good, whether the work was not good or they weren't there or whatever, the, your car, that charge will be canceled if that customer called their card company. And you will not have, cannot do anything about it because you do not have a chip reader and you cannot dispute any charge back if you are not using a certified chip reading machine. Ouch. So we were pretty vulnerable there for a period of time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so not only are you vulnerable for counterfeit cards, but you're vulnerable that you cannot dispute a chargeback ever again if you don't have a machine that recognizes chip cards. Even if you have a signature on the on the receipt, doesn't matter. You know, it sure be nice if things that we, <laughs> this kind of stuff was put in plain language like this, right? Because I think the, I think docs would make a, a more concerted effort to get that new machine. That's pretty mm-hmm. serious. I mean, that that's yeah. very serious. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, you know, it, it happens all the time. I, I, I ran into a customer last week that's that uh, a new customer, and they said, we need to get this machine. We have three, it wasn't a dentist, but they said, we, we never had chargebacks before. Since January, we've had three. Three people called in and said they were never in our establishment, and we got charged back. We need to have this chart, this chip card reader. Oh, so words getting around. Criminals do communicate. I mean, there are blogs online and websites online where criminals um, go to educate each other. Yeah, I know. So, well, they don't, you know, they don't have to have magazines or newspapers. To, they can just put it online and share it. Wow, that's fascinating. Um, scary, but fascinating. So, uh, I, I mean, to kind of sum up your recommendations, get a get a get a chip reader machine and get one quickly. Um, Absolutely. Make sure that uh, the company you're using uh, is transparent, and ideally, you're dealing directly with one of the big seven, not a reseller. Number one, to save money. Number two, to to improve or, or decrease your liability. Um, right and transparency, improve your transparency. Um, and your security. And your security. Um, what else, what other uh, recommendations could we summarize from our time together here? Well, I, I think that um, it's just important to know that um, there's a lot of people out there trying to get this business. And once you work with Heartland, you won't have to go to anybody else because you will know that you're, you'll know what you're paying, you'll know at the very fair price, you'll know that you're being taken care of by incredible customer service, you'll know that 
oh, I don't think I mentioned this. Your price will never go up. We do not raise your price. And uh, that's, that's just how it is. So you won't have to put up with all of these nagging questions and insecurities any longer. Once you're with Heartland, which is a company that has integrity, transparency, and incredible customer service, and you have me, and I do all three of those things very, very well. I, I'd have to agree. I, I, you know, I'm a little biased. A couple of reasons I'm biased, <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, Bruce, if folks want to get a hold of you directly, um, best way to do that. And then, actually, before you before you tell them, I do want to make a disclaimer. Um, Bruce has has very kindly um, offered to do a very it's very minimal. <laughs> if I do have to say so myself, it's a minimal revenue share, which means if you decide to do business with Bruce, I'm gonna I'm gonna get enough that I might be able to buy a pizza with, and I'm not kidding, it's not much, but um, it's Bruce's way of thanking me for giving him the opportunity to be on Dentistry Confidential and to help dentists all around the United States. So I'm just I'm putting that out there because I think you know Heartland is transparent. I'll be transparent with Heartland. Um, and, and, and Bruce, I appreciate you coming on here and sharing this information. And the reason I'm doing it is because of what you guys stand for and the service I've gotten and how my fees have plummeted. Um, by the way, I, I don't know if I shared this with you. Um, we're on track to save about $7,000 this year after switching to you. Wow. Um, fantastic. I'm now that's going to go right in Jerry's pocket, mind you. That's not going to go anywhere else. That goes in my pocket. Put so. it in retirement. Put it in well, <laughs> by pocket I mean I can do whatever the hell I want with it. That's what I mean with that. That's but true, uh, true. Um, it's a very it's a very nice nice feeling to do business with nice people who care, who are transparent, who have your back, um, and at the same time actually save you money. So um, I wanted to make sure that was that was put out there. But um, so I'm encouraging you to call Bruce not because I want another pizza, but because I care about you as a subscriber. And trust me, I don't need another pizza. Um, I care about you as a subscriber, and I want you to have these benefits as well. That's that's part of doing the right thing for us here at Dentistry Confidential. So, Bruce, how do folks get a hold of you if they want to learn more and perhaps have you do an analysis of their current processor to see if they've got that security, the protection, the customer service, and even potentially some savings? Yep. Um, so first I'll give you the phone number. That's the easiest. Um, my direct line is 503 780-4237. My email, and I'll spell out my name for you because it's my name, um, so it's bruce.seller at e-hps.com. And the spelling is b-r-u-c-e dot, and then f as in fox, E-L-L-E-R at the letter E, like excellent, dash HPS.com. That's H like Heartland, P like payment, S like systems, dot com. Great. Okay. So it's uh, Bruce.Feller, F-E-L-L-E-R at E-H-P-S. Dot com. Correct. All right. Beautiful. Um, I recommend you call Bruce for all the obvious reasons we've covered on today's Dentistry Confidential. If nothing else, you're going to um, 
certainly sleep a little better at night knowing you have the security um, of, a, of a phenomenal company behind you. And should you ever need a customer service that is, um, so far I've experienced, first rate. And dealing with Bruce has been um, just a, a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. I don't get to say that very often about dealing with <laughs> vendors of mine that we use. There are a few that are pleasurable to deal with you and, and Heartland. Fo- the folks at Heartland have been pleasurable, uh, which is why I agreed to do this. Um, because I do want to share what you guys are doing with as many folks as I can. Um, so, Bruce, I appreciate your time. Um, any Great. any thoughts on, or or could you give our folks some indication on how quickly they'll hear back from you? And I mean, because when this hits, there's a lot of people that get this um, this audio. So when this hits, you may get deluged. Um, <laughs> any idea on you know how long it takes to you know once you get an initial inquiry, how long it takes to get back to somebody, um, that sort of thing. Sure. So um, I will get back to you within 24 hours um, by phone or by email. Um, Once we have a conversation and I learn a little bit more about your practice and your business um, and how I could best help you, um, then I would request a a statement, um, probably three consecutive uh, consecutive month statements from you. Um, I will analyze those statements, get back to you with a report, it will show what you're paying now and what you would have been paying for that month if you were with Heartland. Pardon me. And then um, within three days, um, on average, we would have you installed and working with Heartland and secure. So it's not like you guys take six months to get things going. You act pretty quick. Absolutely, yeah. We could literally get you approved the same day, um, and then we send our equipment out second day air. So you would have it within two days, and then our customer service people will have you, will be on the phone with you and say, okay, after you plug in the power, then you plug in your Ethernet or your phone wire, preferably your Ethernet, um, and then you're you're good to go. Um, yeah. Simplifying it, but it really does go that simply most of the time. Well, I know in my office it was smooth as silk, and for Jerry Jones Direct it was even smoother because I don't even... I wasn't even personally involved, um, so my favorite kind of switch. <laughs> well, I don't have to do anything. Uh, I get the same yeah. money, and I didn't have to do anything other than to meet you and and um, and spend a few minutes with you on the phone. So, um, Bruce, I appreciate it. I, I think you've brought some real um, value to our subscribers today, and you've probably opened a lot of eyes um, to some of the challenges that accepting payments, you know, credit card payments can pose that we maybe don't even think about. I mean, we're just going about our day-to-day routine, and we just sort of gloss over some of those really important details. Like, you know, you get this piece of paper in the mail every month that has a statement on it, or maybe you get it by email, and you haven't really looked at it for months. You probably should start paying attention to that stuff because there's some really important information um, that that you're going to want to know about that is affecting your bottom line more than you probably have any idea. So um, good stuff, Bruce, good stuff. Thank you for sharing. Folks, we've run out of time for today. Um, been with Bruce Feller today with Heartland Payment Solutions, and I encourage you to reach out to Bruce and discover uh, if he may be able to help you with some of the challenges that we've discussed today. So, uh, Bruce, thank you again. Um, appreciate your time. Any last words before we go? Gosh, I, I wish we had another two minutes. I didn't tell you the story, but I had <laughs> I meant to. But we had an $82,000 charge for medical equipment today, and the merchant called me up and said, is this going to be held up? And I said, no, let me call my customer service first, uh, office and 
typically they were only running ten or twenty thousand dollar charges. This was eighty two thousand dollars for one charge for a piece of equ- medical equipment, and uh, we got it all taken care of. And the guy has it in the bank same day. So that's my final statement. Well, that's that's pretty good. I mean, we do have some folks who do some larger cosmetic dentistry cases that listen to this. Uh, they're subscribers to our audio program, so I mean, they're running. They may be running twenty, uh, twenty-five thousand dollars charges that are well above their, you know, five hundred or seven hundred fifty dollars average transaction norm or whatever their average norm might be. So, it's it's good to know that uh, that kind of service is there and um, people don't have to stress out about it. And uh, that's uh, that's really good to know. And um, one more reason to have great customer service that you can have access to, right? That's right. Exactly. All right. Phenomenal. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Appreciate it. So, Bruce, have a fantastic day. Thanks, Jerry. Appreciate it. everything. Hey, Jerry Jones here. Thank you for joining me on this edition of the Jerry Jones Radio Show. You've reached the end of this segment. You can always listen in to the next show by visiting jerryjonesdirect.com forward slash podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or find the show at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Jerry Jones. For more information about Jerry Jones Direct, go to jerryjonesdirect.com or give us a call, 503-339-6000. Our member ambassadors are standing by to assist you. And once again, thank you for listening to the Jerry Jones Radio Show. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.